0: Hi, I'm Raina, And I'm Nikki. And this is our podcast where we're talking about how healing yourself includes tapping into your intuition with a healthy dose of witty humor and sage advice to help you see that the answers are all inside of you if you just shut up and listen.
1: So it's our first episode. Episode so, one. Yeah. Uh, we might like bumble our ways through this but you guys love us because we're awesome so we'll just do it and at the end you'll either be like those girls really know what they're fucking talking about or, or you won't listen to another one or, you, or you'll just be over it i <laughs> <laughs> go either way like that was a waste of time <laughs> yeah they seem really nice they seem like they know what they're they talking seem about. seem smart <laughs> uh, okay so what is the story of us why like why are we doing this podcast where where do we come from and why is it relevant to you well I don't know. Listen on. You may discover what that is. Marina um, tell us a bit about you.
0: Oh, you want me to tell my story? Sure. So, okay, like maybe three years before I actually started studying holistic nutrition, I was having uh, really severe stomach issues, like stomach pain all the time, all the time. And I was like curled up in bed all the time. And like my stomach was always bothering me. And I went to the doctor finally after having that problem for a very long time. And they just they just gave me a pill. And they just said, you know, take this. It was for ulcers. I'm like 20. And they're like, just, um, and, and I was very confused because they didn't ask me any questions about like what I was eating or how my, you know, what my stress levels were, anything like that. It was just like, did they ask you about your poo? No, that's such a relevant question. Exactly. Yeah. And this is, this is, this is a doctor. Like you'd think they'd have these questions, right? So they just, they gave that to me and, and right then and there I knew like, this is, this is wrong. Like something is not adding up here that I'm just being given this with like no other, you know, concerns about anything else. So, um, and, and that was, that was before I started studying holistic nutrition. So that was already the place where I was seeing that like holistic before I even really knew what holistic was that I kind of knew that that was important to me. And And that's what felt right. Yeah. And so a couple uh, you know, a couple years later, then when I ended up at the at the school of natural nutrition in vancouver is when i was when i was really introduced to all these other therapies and all these other ways of looking at things and you know taking a holistic view on it which is just is just you can't just do one thing and assume it's going to fix it because it doesn't hit the root cause and that's one of my biggest things and yours as well mm-hmm. absolutely I think that's that's the gist of my story I mean yeah. there's tons more about you know yeah. do you have six hours yeah so, well so I mean at ahead. one point we'll we'll like just do that and we'll send all
1: of our <laughs> listeners pillows and hot chocolate mix and say get settled Raina's telling her a whole story story time with <laughs> Auntie Raina <laughs> uh, yeah no my story is really similar um, I was in beauty industry long time Uh, all the exposure to the, you know, chemicals and toxins and colorants and preservatives and whatever was just, it put my body on fairly huge overload, Mm -hmm. add huge stress from being in uh, high sales, Mm -hmm. um, stressful environment for years. Um, It was like the perfect storm. Every, every part of my body was just having none of it anymore. And um, rather than you know uh looking at geez there's like all these different things going on what's going on in that that woman's body uh medically they were they were treating each thing separately when the fact was they were all connected so I'd be dealing with like rashes and headaches and pain and like lesions Mm -hmm. in my mouth and then the next week I'd be dealing with diarrhea then then the next week it was the other thing and they were all being treated separately when really it was just one big problem Mm -hmm. and um when I finally took, took the courage to actually reach out to, um, a naturopath, uh, that's when I started realizing we can really get down to where like ground zero of this scenario is. And so obviously the
0: path is the one that like brought you to, to Oh, there's, there's a root cause. here. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Which was obvious. Yeah. Like now it's obvious. Yeah. And I knew that because I had already started connecting different dots. It's like, Oh, I, I saw a lot of that certain product or experienced a lot of this. And I could almost start predicting what mm-hmm. symptoms would be happening, which obviously meant intuitively I knew, mm-hmm. but when you have experts telling you, no, 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 you're wrong, take right. these pills, take these pills, take these pills, and the pills do help to a degree, you're like, oh, well, obviously they're right, because they do feel better, but for how long? And you
0: think, well, they, they know their stuff, so I better just yeah, not... Yeah, just shut up and not yeah, do the
1: thing. Yeah, And um, yeah, so that, that whole kind of thing where you, you're trusting your experts to take care of you. When really that real expert's inside you, when it feels really wrong, Mm -hmm. this doesn't mean that they're necessarily wrong. It's just they're not right for you. Mm -hmm. And that's okay, too. So, you know, fast forward uh, to me, you know, a a couple, three years later, where I had to make that really tough choice between um, maintaining my career as it was in the beauty industry and staying sick Mm -hmm. or rerouting myself. And really, honestly, at that point, emotionally um, and socially, I knew too much and I I couldn't spiritually stay there anymore because mm-hmm. I was selling things that I had determined is harmful for other people and I knew potentially was making them sick too. That's so, super
0: awkward place to be. Super awkward yeah. place
1: to be so now I'm like oh, I have a 20-year resume mm-hmm. and um, I don't even believe in what I'm doing anymore and I don't really want to flip burgers for a living because without the resume I am nothing so what does my future look like? Mm-hmm. Green vanity born right? Super cool and that's when for me, I'm like, I get to do beauty how I want to for my business. Mm -hmm. And I super believe in holistic beauty. And it's bullshit to sell someone a cream for their acne when you haven't talked to them about their health. And it's bullshit to talk to someone about the dark circles under their eyes, when you haven't talked Mm -hmm. to them about their what their self care protocols are from food and hydration, and all that. And so I started reaching out to experts because I'm not going to you know, suddenly wear all the hats. I'm not a nutrition expert. I'm not a gut expert. I'm not a natural path. I'm not I any totally of those things.
0: interrupt? Yeah. Is, like, is holistic beauty, was that something that you had heard of before or is um, this just come out of you like, oh, this is a need? Is this is something um, that I had seen. At that
1: time, I thought I was spearheading something. Okay. But as I dug deeper, I'm like, so this is a thing. Like, okay. this is a subculture yeah. that's happening. Within my environment, I was the first one who heard of it. For me, mm-hmm. but when I started reaching out of my echo chamber, I realized it had been a soft movement for a little while. Okay, cool. and um, my approach to it is a little different, of course, um, because I, as people are listening to this podcast, it's going to be really learned that practices over products, mm-hmm. hands down. I love beauty products. Both
0: are, yeah, both our yeah, both of our, yeah. Because yeah. in my in mine, it's supplements, right? Yeah. Like everyone wants to have everyone on so many supplements, and it's like that's that's just not the answer, yeah. So for you, it's, it's, we both have, we both have um, products to sort of fight with, I guess. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. And they have their place. Like, I'm certainly not disregarding
0: that, but
1: when people are coming in endlessly saying, what's the better product, the better product, I'm like, whoa, like, let's Let's have a chat. Yeah. And like, let's even discover if this is even a product scenario. Like, this might be a practice scenario. This might be a personal dialogue scenario. Mm -hmm. Like, this could be something that can be totally managed in a different way than slapping a cream on and being disappointed that the cream didn't work. Like. Let's just but these are to do these that. are
0: the conversations that we have all the time, which is every we're all day. because we're being sold to so much that people yeah. don't even look inside; they just automatically are like, "Okay, there's something I can buy that yeah. will fix this." Yeah.
1: Well, and yes, of course, like every day, you know, you turn on your social media, you turn on your television, you turn on your whatever. There's someone. Um, you know, doing a media or an advert to um, prey on your insecurities and your sickness and whatever mm-hmm. with this quick solution. Mm-hmm. Quick solution. Just, you know, three more payments of nineteen ninety nine, we'll have happiness and health and mm-hmm. wealth for you. When that's it's just cheap health
0: and health Yeah, right.
1: Nineteen ninety nine. Three <laughs> easy payments. It must be great. So yeah, that and that's that's like the what the really cool premise behind mm-hmm. holistic beauty was. But you know it would, Getting off topic. That's that's how I met you, mm-hmm. like Raina. This is how I met Raina. Was yeah. You
0: said you started reaching out for other other experts. Yeah,
1: and one of the things that I had learned through a lot of my, um, you know, digging through how can I help people better was uh, as science was progressing with um, gut health and microbiome and all that the reality of skin gut connection was undeniable and for me that topic was like so far out of my lane Mm. but I knew it needed to be talked about Mm -hmm. and the relevance of digestion and bowel movements and you know uh, embracing that and so I went to of all places linkedin (laughs) I love this part of the story because it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) And um, I just reached out because I'd found uh, Raina online at that uh, year. She'd been in like top 40 under 40 for uh, women in her field. And she has tons of amazing um, accolades for her approach to wellness. And I'm one of those people that I only want the best people (laughs) working with me. And so I reached out for her very hopeful that um, she didn't think I was a weirdo and um, that she would want to at least have a a talk with me. Did
0: you have your address then? I had my dreadlocks in. Yeah, so then in. I, had, I was like, oh, she's a weirdo like me. This yeah. is going to be great.
1: <laughs> yeah. At that point, Nikki had dreadlocks down to her waist, and uh, it was a real dichotomy in the beauty industry. It was pretty funny. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I reached out to Raina via LinkedIn.
0: Which I rarely checked. I just happened to see that, and I was like, hmm, we'll open that and see what happens. And then did we meet for coffee or something? And we were like, oh, yeah. this is good. This is good. <laughs>
1: this is really happening. And within weeks we planned our first like workshop event together and we actually called it taking the taboo out of poo like the poo party, <laughs> the poo party. Oh, yeah <laughs> and it and, went over really well yeah it was so fun and so here people well, are was in when you were in your old location too old location yeah, yeah in yeah. my little tiny store yeah it was super cool so I mean in that journey to us having our first um workshop together we started having more and more dialogues about how we were experiencing our careers mm-hmm. and the parallels were undeniable
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it was um it was really fascinating for me to learn that like how because I had people say you know like you your style of coaching is like you're working on a different level with people and so when I saw that in you I was like oh we have that in common like you're not just slinging beauty products I'm not just slinging supplements and telling people to you know eat more calories or eat less calories or your carbs or whatever it's like no 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 this is like a whole other level and so when we had that I think that was probably the first thing that we noticed we had in common We're like very specialized and unique like it's tailored for people mm-hmm. and it has to be like there's no other way there's no blueprint of like here's what your beauty should look like and it'll be great for you here's what your nutrition should look like and it'll be great for you it's like that that, that doesn't work mm-hmm. it has to be personalized yeah
1: I call it the archaeological dig and it's painful that. because oh, it when, when the person you've come into, I'll use myself as an example, you've come into a beauty store, you want to buy some beauty stuff. You've been trained your whole life that retail is therapy. You're going to mm-hmm. feel better when you leave the store with your stuff that you may or may not be able to afford, that may or may not end up in the box of shame under the sink in the bathroom. But for those few minutes, you're in control of your life and you're going to leave with these things that are going to bring you the promise of happiness through luxury. And then the girl in the chair sits down and asks you why you're buying it mm-hmm. and forces you to dig through your like, own emotional crap to discover you don't need a lipstick at all. Maybe you just need to talk about some stuff or maybe you need to modify your, your dialogue because like the beauty is hiding in there mm-hmm. underneath a bunch of bullshit that other mm-hmm. people have told you of what beauty looks like. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Everyone should rock a red lipstick because it's a power color and it feels great to wear it. But if that's not what you're really seeking that day, mm-hmm. it's that bigger question of why are you really here? How can I help you discover your beauty through your practices rather than your products? Mm-hmm. And during all of this, I'm actually leaning on Reina as my expert because I had digestive issues, and yes, Reina is consulting the shit out of me <laughs> with my my literally. method, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally because I had chronic diarrhea. Let's just put I had chronic diarrhea. Let's just
0: put that out there.
1: I was literally going through a like, an economy box of Imodium and eating it like mm-hmm. candy just mm-hmm. to make it through day because no one wants their expert shitting their pants.
0: Like, that's just real. So, and when we first met, I, I assumed that you were um, really into what, what I was into food-wise. So I didn't think that you had any di- digestive problems. So I remember thinking, like, what do you mean you take Imodium? Like, I was shocked. I was yeah. just like, what? Okay, we got to talk, girl.
1: <laughs> so I went from... Uh, chronic digestive issues, like we had been dealing, we being me, uh, multiple (laughs) Nikki's, I had been dealing with that for over a decade, like over a decade of chronic diarrhea and chronic constipation. Mm -hmm. It was insane. I looked like I was bloated and uncomfortable Mm -hmm. all the time. And so we bring that up and my brain is shocked that I'm on the Imodium and she starts consulting me the same way I consult people through digging through my bullshit to get to the source of my problem Mm -hmm. my roadblocks to why I'm making the decisions that's allowing me to have my body in a state where it's constantly in diarrhea Mm -hmm. throw on some kombucha
0: and I've been diarrhea free for three years minus and it wasn't like me just saying stop taking Imodiums like we talked about tons of different things yeah and you I can't even like you've done you've done so much you've Mm -hmm. like really really made huge strides there yeah Pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, it's embracing the reality of it. It's like, yeah. oh, well,
1: I'm going to eat these things and stay in a state of stress. And then, you know, I'm going to have some bad skin issues. Cover it up with some makeup and just swallow some Imodium and mm-hmm. call it a day. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like opening Pandora's box. Once you identify a problem, eight more problems are there, too. And you're like, Absolutely. oh, shit, do I really want to deal with this? And the answer is probably not. Oh, it's super uncomfortable. Yeah, like probably not, but... You could take more Imodium and be uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. or you could keep digging through it and and liberate yourself from, in my case, your own bullshit. Because I literally had to liberate myself from my diarrhea. (laughs) Like,
0: it's wild. Liberate yourself from your own bullshit. (laughs) Well, I just wrote a blog, that blog that I put out, Seven Steps to Healing, and I talked about how you can stay in that phase of, um, like, not even recognizing there's a problem. Then once you move to the phase where you know there's a problem... You have like a couple, a couple different routes, right? Like you can, you can stay there as long as you want, where you know it's a problem, but you don't want to fix it, or you can start fixing it. And just like you said, what was the term that you used for excavating? Oh it? man, it's an
1: archaeological or, dig.
0: The dig. Then the dig begins, and like, and in the blog, I say, like I say, it's not comfortable. It's not easy to make changes to your diet. It's not easy to make changes to your your rituals and your practices. But when you look back then at like how far you come, it's like, holy, like that was really, really worth it. like I've yeah. grown so much as a person yeah. and that's one of my favorite parallels with what I do with people is seeing people evolve as humans mm-hmm. as they change their nutrition yeah and it's so it's such a beautiful process Yes yeah. it's, it's so, so cool. beautiful.
1: I, I totally share that with you I've had clients that joined me on their their holistic um, you know green eco journey you know three years ago and where they are now as a, like they're not even consumers anymore. They're 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 conscious customers. Um, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, like they don't just consume. They come in. They're very specific about their needs. They they help initiate dialogue and help. They want me to help I, them identify what the actual problem is, which is really cool because that means they're listening to their intuition, mm-hmm. and um, I appreciate when a client comes in and really on a physical like what, what society would determine as beauty versus not beauty they don't look any different than mm-hmm. they did the first visit they're wearing a third of the makeup mm-hmm. they're glowing and they feel legit beauty mm-hmm. but they they look exactly the same it was just yeah. ad- adopting a complete different mindset on it and that's that whole holistic part is when you're healing yourself inclusive of the, the dialogue that you're selling yourself every day when you're mm-hmm. like um, engaging in negative dialogue that's brought to you by your, you know, insert beauty brand here. Um, oh,
0: brought to you since the day you were born yeah, by yeah. every company yeah. out there. Yeah.
1: Then when you let go of that and you start having that more positive, you know, speech with yourself, mm-hmm. the other stuff just kind of falls away. And that's holistic. Holistic is the food you're putting in, the the, the negative you're putting out, the people you're welcoming in the everything it's all okay. of it together and it's each all encompassing yeah. yeah and it's not any one thing on its own is like I was trying to do the whole health mm. thing without exercise right. I hate exercise
0: oh I hate it I oh, know you know what I shouldn't <laughs>
1: say that anymore like let's re- you've embraced I used, it I love it now yeah because whatever thing I did at some point x years ago which probably brought physical pain because physical pain is a great deterrent. Mm-hmm. Something happened, brought me physical pain.
0: After that, I hated exercise. exercise oh, I remember stupid. mine specifically. Yeah. It was like every PE class when I was young and I, I always got hit in the head with the balls, the dodge balls, the baseballs, the basketballs. They yeah. were always going up my head.
1: Yeah. That's the reason so enough that's, right there. Tr- that's <laughs> traumatic <laughs> enough for you yeah. to be
0: like, and eh, I'm not interested in, yeah. e- in exercise, exercise at all. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks.
1: Yeah. Freaking dodgeball. The dodge ball. The dodge ball. I
0: don't think Do- they... played
1: <laughs> dodge. <laughs> I can't believe that was even a thing. That's amazing. We all... Did we all survive dodgeball? I don't know. I I, I
0: survived it physically, not emotionally. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So... I, I was... I wanted to, um, to touch back on one of the things that you said um, when you were talking about uh, being holistic and being all-encompassing and how you said, like, certain things just fall away. Yeah. I think that's really cool because it... it one day this thing can seem so important and then you you look at it you work on it all of a sudden you're like how is that not important to me anymore because that used to be something that i thought about a lot and and was concerned uh, concerned about and all of a sudden it's just not anymore and it's really cool to watch yourself because maybe we would think that that's almost like a de-evolution like we're taking something away but in fact it opens you and like it makes more room for all these Mm -hmm. things that you didn't think we're going to be a part of your, your story. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Yeah.
1: And what's really interesting is how they become like for me back in April, when I made the, the commitment, I'm like, okay, I can't be in physical pain anymore because I'm rejecting exercise. I reject you exercise. And then I'm you like,
0: always walked though.
1: I always walk, yeah. but that's not enough for mm-hmm. me, um, for my back pain and stuff. Back in April, when I decided to make that, like, really big commitment to exercise as part of my holistic wellness, and I committed six months, because it was one of those things where I knew, like, my intuition, I knew I needed to be exercising. Like, of course I did. And my overcoming my own objections to it had become my own bullshit story Mm -hmm. that I was subscribing to. And so I... Kind of but the fact the, that you know that yeah is a lot yeah. But we all know that, and that's yeah. like kind of the whole point of this it's podcast just in the is, background. <laughs> yeah, as we're we're just like, I want to be right. Mm-hmm. I want to say I've done it right the whole time. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the approach I took to it was I'll give it six months, right? And if after six months, then I'll just know I can just ditch this whole right. exercise thing because I'm eating well, I walk to work every day, I'm a nice person, <laughs> I don't deserve back pain, and. I'm uh, oh, sorry, I'm not laughing at no, you. That's just laugh a great concept. That, that's like, <laughs> I'm a nice person. I don't deserve this. Yeah. So what I do, I embraced exercise for real. Like for real. I got a trainer. I started doing yoga. And I, like anyone who knows Nikki, I'm such a, a dichotomy in that way. You would think I would be totally into yoga, not into yoga. No. And um,
0: six, actually, when we first met, you said like, I'm not interested. Yeah. Like I just, it's not my thing. Yeah. So I never thought that you would ever yeah. try. No. Me either.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I did try. And then yoga farts happened and the Lord love <laughs> everybody us. Everybody farts in <laughs> yoga. Yeah, but I'm, I'm the one laughing so hard I'm wrecking it for everybody else. <laughs> um, I'm like a two-year-old. You're in private class kind of girl. Yeah, I'm a private class <laughs> kind of girl. Uh, six months later, not only did I feel better, was I sleeping better, mm-hmm. my out, outlook on life was more positive, my appetite had increased, my di- digestion had further improved. I didn't even know it could further improve. Mm-hmm. I was left standing there. Like eating crow. Because six months later, uh, exercise was the completion of my health and needs at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, who knew? I knew. Mm-hmm. And the professionals along the way, like yourself and other, other professionals I've been working with, were like, well, what about your exercise? What about your exercise? And uh, mm-hmm. I was just surrendering to the fact that I can be wrong mm-hmm. and my in- my intuition can be right. And my own resistance to exercise um, can you can change your mind at any time? Totally. You don't have to keep going with that. It's like I don't need it. I don't need it. Okay, maybe I need it. I totally needed it. it. Totally
0: needed it. It. it, it. I needed it, it. It. Yeah. So I'm thinking about when I was uh, studying nutrition back in Vancouver, and you know it's really easy when you're when you're like all in with something to get you get really really obsessed with it, and then you sort of that pendulum swing goes too far, and I watched a lot of my um, peers, you know. It's it's your whole life. Like nutrition becomes your whole life and so you get really obsessed with it. It changes your body, it changes everything. Like that that those years that you're studying is like it's so powerful, um, to, to watch the changes that come to you. But then when you get out and then, you know, everyone's starting their business and, and a lot of people are getting on like the trend bandwagon and and following diets and that's and I, I that was never a thing for me. That was kind of like, Why are we doing that? Because we we're supposed to be alternative. So we're supposed to be moving away from that, and so for me, so you like looking and finding this one root cause. That was one of one of my root causes that I was finding was like, um, it it has to be more than that. Like there's all these there's all these emotional things attached to it, and it's not just about like let's follow this one thing and see what happens. It's like there's so many layers to this to peel back, and and I know that the way that I want to teach nutrition is really different from how other people do it, and and how they do it if it works for their people. That's great. Like I don't care as long as people are getting the help that they need, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sort that's sort of my my comparison story, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And that's our parallels, which is yeah.
1: which is so cool because for some onlookers who are just kind of starting to dabble in that kind of holistic and what does it mean and what does it mean mm-hmm. to them, they could be looking at this podcast going, what the heck does a is it? nutrition mm-hmm. person and a beauty person, like what could they possibly mm-hmm. have to say to me? And the answer to that is, is everything is so intertwined mm-hmm. and one conversation opens another conversation and... Uh, beauty comes from feeling good feeling good comes from skincare comes from diet comes Mm -hmm. from um, how we're treating our body how we're talking to ourselves and all of it comes completely full circle all the time and I really enjoy that about our relationship Mm -hmm. as both friends and professionals is that word again professionals Professionals. (laughs) Um, that's us we're professionals professionals. (laughs) Uh, we're doing it the same way in entirely different echelons and we're getting completely the same result yes and one is bouncing off the other. My yes. clients that are coming here are, are seeking that thing and it's almost like like we call it a permission
0: slip. Yes I, love uh, that.
1: I need permission to feel good. Mm-hmm. I need permission to make a decision by myself and mm-hmm. refuse the information that's given to me by somebody else because I know the answer inside of me. Mm-hmm. And that is such an empowering moment as a facilitator and for our clients. It's like, yes, I give you permission and
0: I validate you. Yep. It's yeah. so powerful. It is huge, and I and I watch like when I'll say I, when I say those things to people that they're actually shocked by it because it's not what they were expecting. Mm-hmm. They're they're expecting to be you know given given hard advice or and and, and maybe it's just that that wasn't the right time for that, but um, to just say to someone y- you're allowed to feel that way it's shocking. And I actually have a blog about that called um, that time that I prescribed something powerful, which I thought you know people are gonna read this title of this and think like she's she's prescribing something food wise or you know like dietary wise and even though I'm not allowed to do that and then the whole post was about how I was prescribing someone permission to feel a certain way which totally up leveled my coaching because as soon as people get that permission and they're like wow thank you they actually become more coachable in that moment because there's that pressure that baggage that stress has been removed
1: yeah and I have learned in my times as being a, you know, I don't know what word we'd use for me. Am I a coach? Maybe I guess a facilitator, Mm -hmm. a space holder. I'm a professional space holder. Professional space holder is great. And um, when people come to me until I simply validate that everything they're thinking and everything they're experiencing is real and I just believe them, Mm -hmm. all the other resistance and open-mindedness just it's all there. Yeah. It's just there because that one moment for them, just thank you for validating in that and making it real for me. I can move on and listen to you now
0: mm-hmm. because
1: you're not judging me. Exactly. You're holding space for my truth. And from here, I can be more open-minded and trust you. And that's that really great moment where we're, we're entering that whole thing of we're on the same page. page. Yes. I'm not going to force my th- thoughts, beliefs, Mm -hmm. or anything on you. I'm going to validate where you are. I'm going to meet you where you are. And I'm going to do the best I can to bring that the knowledge base that I have, which is quite interestingly and vast in a way that's helpful Mm -hmm. to that situation with the feelings involved too.
0: All the feelings. I think that we should talk briefly about space holding because I don't think that everyone really understands what that means. Mm -hmm. Because I remember when I first heard that it was it was a little bit... Convoluted to me. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you describe that to someone who's like, what does that actually mean?
1: Yeah. Uh, it's a. Yeah, that's like s- such a big question, because mm-hmm. even for me trying to describe it, I can only describe it as, as how I've experienced it as right. a professional and how I've experienced it as, as just a human. So when I'm needing space held for me, it's because usually at that point, something has kind of happened. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of in that weird place where you're you're going through the stuff in your brain. You're needing to kind of talk it out. Mm-hmm. You don't. You're just in feelings. You're right. just in feelings. You're not in solution mode. Mm-hmm. You're not in answers mode. You're in feelings mode. Whether it's anger or uh, tears or mm-hmm. grief or whatever that looks like in that moment for that scenario. To me, when someone holds space for me and I feel held, is my feelings are just simply being brought back to me. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing you're feeling this. How can I help? How can I help? Mm-hmm. You're right. That sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't need someone like, like, well, this thing will make you feel better. This is your answer.
0: Right. Just
1: hearing that sucks. I'm sorry this is happening to you. I'm sorry you're experiencing this right now. You know, that's, that's what I want to hear. And mm-hmm. I want to just talk about it and know that my feelings are super, super. Okay, and they're heard, and and there's nothing wrong with it. And I don't have to be happy. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be doing anything else but being what I'm being in that moment, and having someone tell me that that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's what being having space held feels like for me. And since that's what it feels like for me, that's how I do it for others.
0: Yeah. So I think for me, this is space holding. If I think about like what I'm doing in that arena for clients, it's I like having that. I like having the two different options. So do you, are you, like, would you like, first of all, would you like advice on this? Mm. Is that, is that what you need in this moment? Or do you just need an ear? And, and that, again, then people trust you, right? They're Absolutely. like, geez, like actually giving me an opportunity to either just be heard or, cause sometimes you do, you're like, I just need advice. Like I have no idea where I'm going with this. Absolutely. So that's a, That's something that we both do for our people exactly the same. And the meeting someone where they
1: are, you need to know where they are. Like Mm -hmm. if you really don't know if they're if they're seeking that sounding board or if they're seeking advice, it's like this the dinosaur in the room. Ask the damn question. Yeah, where are you? And how can I how how am I facilitating today? Yes. Yeah.
0: And where can we go from here? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. Well, that's kind of us in a nutshell. I think so. Yeah. And what we're trying to do here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're professionals. We like we're using that word super loose because. We're really good at what we do because we do it and we do it every single day in a way that's meeting everyday people in everyday life. It's like, we're not doing this to be glamorous. We like, we're in the trenches with you guys. We're screwing up every day. We're learning. And we don't look professional or glamorous. Most days. That's our reality. <laughs> that's our just, we look in the mirror and we're like, should people really, really even be taking us seriously? <laughs> our hair,
0: <laughs>
1: our weird pants. <laughs> cheers for weird pants <laughs> cheers for weird
0: pants <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, our next podcast we're going to bring on Chef Scott I'm super excited about that yeah. uh, I knew him from uh, the school uh, the nutrition school in Kelowna we've done quite a few workshops together here mm. which you loved because it was it was super tight. It, it into was what we double, do it was a double yeah but it was like a it was like a double because people got me they also got Scott so it was like double foodie uh, you know Incredibleness mm-hmm. and Scott is just so passionate about mm-hmm. food, and it's just like you you, the, you can't help but have that excitement rub off on you yeah that's what I love about spending time with Scott, so we were going to talk about you know reconnecting with food, getting people back in the kitchen that's what I'm excited to talk about because and you understand as well as a female entrepreneur, you don't have time to be in the kitchen like yeah. you did in the 1950s, but how do we still nourish our families when we can't do that anymore. So we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about food porn, I think. Food porn, huge topic. And um, being
1: um, introduced to that topic was like a huge light bulb moment for me. Not Mm -hmm. even... Because it's in application to many areas in life. Like the food porn is so direct with the food part, but then I'm like, Oh my God, that's an application to exercise for me. Mm-hmm. Like I was totally mm-hmm. doing that and I was totally doing it um, with some other health related things. And then in turn, I was actually watching my clients do that with certain self-care scenarios too. So I'm like food porn is food porn, but that same kind of the the template of it rolls out to so much mm-hmm. and really speaks to um where we're at with society now with um, information, imagery and everything at our fingertips and how it's really shifted our paradigm in so many positive and so many ways that aren't serving us well.
0: And that Mm -hmm. is one way. way It's simply just not serving us well anymore. And yet another thing we have in common that I just recognize, as you said, you're saying, Oh, I recognize this in myself. Then I'm recognizing it in my clients. That's like a daily for me now. Mm -hmm. It's like everything that my clients are dealing with is reflecting something to me that I have to deal with. Mm -hmm. That's eye opening. (laughs) Eye opening. Yeah. Game changer. Yeah. So yeah, we're super excited to bring chef Scott on and we super appreciate you listening to us. Yeah. So, so thank you. Yeah. Follow us
1: on uh, Instagram. Uh, Just shut up and listen. We'll always post new podcasts in there and you know, relevant content because Mm -hmm. that's what we're about is relevant content and uh, if you want to follow Reina you can follow her at lutz underscore nutrition on Instagram yep and um, you can follow me through the business The Green Vanity or Clean Beauty Nikki and um, go from there you can choose the content that works for you and is relevant to your life choose your adventure choose your own (laughs) adventure and if you do want to get more involved in the more heavy dialogue of doing your own archaeological dig that's what this just shut up and listen is all about we want to help you tap into you so you can make the best decisions for yourself because if you just listen what what, what are we going to say if you just tune into yourself yes you just shut up and listen
0: (laughs) well we got to work on that (laughs) we really do
1: (laughs) so remember the answers are all inside of you if you you just shut shut up up and and listen. listen